Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of It's Too Wordy, the comic book podcast where three buddies discuss comics from their childhood and today. I'm Kirk. I'm Ryan. And I'm Nick. How we doing this week, guys? Great. Surviving. Every week so far. <laughs> All right. So this week, we'll be discussing That Texas Blood by Image. And then continuing with our alphabet, we are doing M character this week. So I'll go first. Um, I did Miss Marvel number nine from January of 2007. It's always a good one when you got Rogue. And Miss Marvel together. Come to find out, I had read this before. <laughs> I hadn't realized that until I got like halfway through, and I'm like, "Oh, I've read this one." Um, Rogue shows up at Miss Marvel's apartment. Um, because she had come into contact with a clone. Or not a clone, but a Carol Danvers, Ms. Marvel, or as she's called in that universe, Warbird, from a different dimension. Um, the only thing is, is that this Carol Danvers still has a mean hard-on for of hate for... Uh, Rogue, and she doesn't understand why this timeline's Carol Danvers is uh, friends with her. And pretty much what happens is they start fighting. Rogue and the alternate Miss Marvel start fighting. She knocks her out with a arc. This universe's Carol Danvers knocks her out with a car. Knocks out the alternate Carol Danvers with a car. And they take her to Hank McCoy to find out what, where she's from. And they find out she's from an alternate universe. And... Tells the, retells the story. It's the same exact story of how Rogue stole Ms. Marvel's powers in San Francisco Bay. And instead of um, you know, fighting back and trying to make a life for herself, she sits in a bar and pities herself. And that pisses off this timeline's Carol Danvers. And they start fighting and yeah that's where it ends they're fighting and ms marvel is from our timeline in this current timeline is presumed dead and that's where it ends off is that so, still the black uniform for carol or for her, right? 
Yep, it's still the. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's still the black one. Whereas I like to say my favorite costume from Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I got. Nick, you want to go? I guess. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, so I had this book in my collection for a while. I got it for 40 cents. That is a very weird price for a comic. It's Malibu Man of War number three from 1993. Oh, what a pile of shit this is. Um, <laughs> the artwork is horrible. The story doesn't make any sense. You can't tell who's who because everybody looks the same. Everybody looks 90s. Their chests are huge. Their waists are small. It looks like a cross between Jay Lee and a five-year-old. So, uh, I, I can't say enough about how horrible this book is. <laughs> I mean, is, is that his stomach or is his chest caving in or is he punching him in the nuts? I don't know. Like, what? Okay. Not sure. So, enough of that one. That one is horrible. So, I think I might burn that one. <laughs> and then this weekend, I found one of my Holy Grail books. I found The Mighty Isis number one from DC from 1976. I love that show. I got a huge crush on the female lead of that show. And she was in the old Spider-Man TV shows too. This book is dumb. <laughs> uh, it's Denny O'Neill, but it's not Denny O'Neill at his prime. This is Denny O'Neill. I'm getting paid for this shit, Denny O'Neill. <laughs> Um, so Isis works at a high school. She's a chemist, like a science teacher in her normal guise. And they bring a whole pyramid to town under a helicopter, not in pieces, a whole pyramid under one helicopter, full size under one helicopter. And they place it in the Ooh. middle of town. And Sounds legit. Yeah, and an evil magician comes out of it and decides to wreak havoc and take over the world by taking on the new pharaoh, which is the president of the United States. Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty dumb, but <laughs> it is based on the TV show that was in the 70s. So, I mean, every TV show in the 70s was dumb. Battlestar Galactica, The Incredible Hulk. Say what you will. Hulk was pretty dumb in some episodes. So, Isis, pretty funny. If you don't take it seriously. Wow. <laughs> um. All right. So, I did Madame Xanadu from Vertigo 2008 series. Um, Matt Wagner wrote it. And Amy Redder Hadley is the artist. And uh, I've read the whole series before. It's one of my favorite series. Uh, it's, I think it's very underrated. Um, and it kind of goes through Madame Xanadu's life. But the first issue really focuses on her beginnings 
as kind of like a lack of a better term, a fairy type in King Arthur's court and her interactions with uh, Merlin and the Phantom Strangers in here and he's wearing uh, a big old cloak with his eyes covered and everything. Um, not the traditional garb that he has on. And they have that, you know, some interaction there. Um, this, I mean, all I want to say is this book is just an amazing book. It's, I don't, I don't think I paid too much for any of the issues. If you can find it, get it, read through the whole thing. I recommend this book to a lot of people. Um, it's just so well written and Madame Xanadu is a fascinating uh, character that doesn't get a lot of uh, play, unfortunately. Um, definitely check that one out. So that's why I have. Okay. Moving on to that Texas blood. What did we think? This is going to be option for a movie very shortly. I can feel it. <laughs> yeah. Just the way it was laid out, I could see somebody easily picking this up for a movie or a TV show. Okay. It's already sold out. They're on second printing right now. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. All so... because of a damn casserole dish. I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> you didn't? No. <laughs> Maybe it just wasn't for me, I guess. I, I didn't think it was all that great, truthfully. But I, I could see enough there that I could see this, like I'm saying, get picked up to be optioned into a TV show or a movie or something like that. And there was just, just that tiny bit enough to make me pick up the next issue to see what actually happens. Well, Walking Dead number one wasn't very good either. Yeah, it was just a rehash of thirty-eight days or twenty-eight days later. So I yeah. I read it, I put it back on the shelf. I was like, I don't want to read this. It's twenty-eight days later. So now I'm kicking myself for not buying issue one of that, but and then and then I, I selling it, <laughs> right? And I didn't buy this one either. I blew a lot of money on comics this weekend, and I didn't buy the new one, but I got stuff I wanted. So that works. Okay. Anything new at the shop? Uh, let's see. They got a first appearance of Moon Knight. They got first Deadpool. Uh, the New Mutants ninety eight in. How much they are selling that for? I'll I'll pick it up. <laughs> I it was. Jeez, what was it? I'm trying to remember the exact price. I can't remember if it was Moon Knight that was three twenty five or Deadpool that was three twenty five. Uh that's a steal, I'll take it. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was. Um kicking myself in the ass. You know, that issue of Dead that New Mutants shouldn't be worth that much because that Deadpool sucks. Deadpool, like when he be when he became funny. That is yes. where it should be, where it starts to get worth money. Because just a Spider-Man ripoff with pockets on his outfit, with swords, 
isn't a cool character until you give him a good Stick. character. Right. Until he gets his personality. And that's when it should be worth more than his first appearance. Because him in that limited series was horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because yeah. his first appearance doesn't mean it's good. Uh, who who did that? It was... Um, uh, was it Joe Casey? Uh-huh. Yeah. That series... I loved Deadpool because of that series. And then he got overexposed, and I'm like, yeah, I'm out. But um, I do have the classic Deadpool trade that has New Mutants, 98 in it. It's got uh, the f- two miniseries that he had, and then like the first three issues of Casey's run. And that trade sucked until you get to Casey's run. Yeah. I absolutely agree with you, Nick. That was, that's when it got good. Before the overexposure. That yeah, issue they're... I thought was even better because it had first appearance of Domino in it. Uh-huh. Not not the first appearance of Deadpool. Like I, I like Domino better back in Me the day. Me too. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. was a much cooler character. She had a better backstory. She was a more mysterious character, kind of like Wolverine was. And Even uh, Gideon. They even, yeah. That's the first appearance of Gideon, too. So the, yep. the whole Deadpool thing, I, like I, I, I just don't think it's worth as much as people think it is. It'll die once Deadpool gets oversaturated and people realize that this character isn't as great as they think it is. Maybe it'll go down. Yeah, I'm just kicking myself because I had it and I sold. So did it. I. I sold mine to Half Price Books. That's okay. I got three appearances of the Mimic for it. But- yeah, I prefer the mimic. So good on me. So, oh. that's too funny. Okay, well now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, the random read. I don't have anything, so you guys go ahead. Nice. I have one. We got and some other stuff I want to talk about. Fantastic. So, so I've been reading, you know, I've been reading the new universe slowly, right? Yeah. So I <clears throat> I read issue one of DP7 from <laughs> 1988, I think it is. Uh-huh. Awesome. It's really good. Um, it's a weird team. Like, people start mutating what they call paranormal abilities, which are just mutations. And... There's a guy who won't stop growing muscles no matter what he does. He just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it hurts him. And he wants to die, and he can't figure out a way to die. So he goes to a hospital, and he meets a doctor who is also a paranormal, who has a a, a dark entity, like a dark. It's kind of like like negative man from uh, Doom Patrol, where he can let this entity out from inside of him, and he can go look around. But he's got to be asleep to do it, right? Right. And he finds out that there is a place where these guys, like them, can go and learn to use their abilities with others like themselves. Well, so they they don't trust these guys, so they give them fake names, they go in, and they start to appreciate and like the facility that they're in. They like the people that they're with. And then the doctor starts getting weird vibes. Like 
this is more, there's more to this than what's on the surface. They're not asking us to pay anything. This is a huge facility. What are they actually after? So they're using these people for something. And that's where it ends. Like these guys leave and they're getting hunted. It's good. I mean, if you like weird mutant stories like Doom Patrol, X-Men, with the yeah, I mean it's cool. I'd recommend it. I mean, oh, it's a fantastic story. It was a long read, but it was a fantastic story. It's one of the longest new universe stories. I think it was like twenty-seven, twenty-eight. So, mm-hmm. then I haven't got a chance to read these yet, but I picked these up, and this is the reason why I couldn't buy the new issue for this week. Legionnaires number sixteen, with the Adam Hughes Dream Girl cover. Which I got for $3. And if you're on that key collector comic, mm-hmm. $50. I got it for 3 bucks, And it's just because of Dream Girl's butt. Her butt. Just because of her butt. Then I found another Holy Grail that I have loved this cover for a long time. It's Batman number 183. And it's where they're sitting around... And Robin gets a phone call, and Batman's like, nope, we can't. We're going to sit in the Batcave and watch Batman on TV. It's a goofy cover, right? Then I got Detective Comics number 402, which is the second appearance of Man Bat. So I got a lot of reading to do. And then I picked up Marvel premiere number 57, which is the first American appearance of Doctor Who. And then... Avengers 185 and 186, which are the first appearances of Kathan, and it's the Knights of Wondergore story, which is the origin of Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch. So, yeah, I got a lot of reading to do, but it was worth the drive. Did you get those at um, trade? Yeah. Nice. You have a lot of good prices on stuff. Yeah. That's fantastic. Good haul. And then Kirk, you said you got some Alpha Flight and I got some Alpha Flight issues I've been looking for. And yeah. You gotta so. be very close to the end of that run, don't you? No. I still got quite a bit. I thought you were pretty close on that. I've got like seventy comics out of like a hundred and twenty-three. Hmm. Seventy. Well, you still got a good chunk. I still got a good chunk. I've almost got issues 1 through 20. Once I get issues 1 through 20, I'll start reading them. Right. Cool. All right. Um, boy, where to start? Okay, um, I've got three of them. I picked up Danger Devil by Source Point Press. This is apparently a one-shot. And... The solicitation says that Danger Devil is a bounty hunter of demons that escape from hell. That is the only way I knew that, because there is no clue of that in this book whatsoever. Had no idea what was happening. Um, Trying to think what the sidekick's name is. It's like Kid Demon or something. I, I don't know. It 
the art's beautiful, but the story was weak. Um, I honestly could not tell you what it's about because I don't remember at this point. No lasting impact whatsoever. Um, I also got Bleed Them Dry by Vault Comics. Now, this is a ninja vampire tale. Um, started off a little bit slow. Uh, woman on the police force and who she thought was her partner. Uh, okay, let me try that again. Woman on the police force and her partner, who happens to be a vampire, um, were working together, and the vampire had a drink, and so he goes off by himself and she comes into the room that he's in and hit the vampire's uh, assistant is giving him blood, like he cut his wrist and dripping blood. And he said, Oh, you're not supposed to see that and starts attacking her. And all of a sudden a ninja shows up and saves her uh, from this bad uh, sidekick or uh, partner. Uh, it was a little bit of a slow read, like I said, but uh, I'm very interested to see where it goes. I mean, how can you go wrong with ninjas and vampires? All right. The final one. I decided to do Wendy, the good little witch, meets the new kids on the block, issue two. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? Um, no, that's a weird team-up. It is. There's three issues of this. Um, and this was given to me, so uh, I got my money's worth out of it. But there's three stories in it. The first story is um, Wendy's Ants. It reminds me of Sabrina with the ants. Wendy's Ants sang an sent an audition tape into the new kids on the block to be the backup singers on their album. But they sent a audition tape that they created in the 1800s to them because they're witches. And then invited the new kids over to have dinner. And they heard the ants sing now in current time. And were like, yeah, that's not going to work for us. But then they heard Wendy sing and so she got to appear on the album. Um, the second was a Wendy adventure where her teacher finds out she's a witch. And then the third one was New Kids on the Block uh, where Joey had a date. So the rest of the gang followed him to find out because he wouldn't tell him anything about it. And his date with his was with his mom. Um, this was worth the price I paid for it. So free. Uh, yeah. So it, it was not a fantastic week as far as um, my random raids went. I even read one, uh, the Stephen King, Owen King, that just came out book, but they published it as a comic as well, Sleeping Beauties. And that was just way beyond anything I was interested in too. So it was just a kind of a downer week on... Um, Bleed Them Dry's got some potential, but uh, yeah, 
But I did get 33 issues of random G.I. Joe goodness for $6. So nice. I've got that to look forward to. All right. We'll move on now to the list. This week it was top 10 L characters. I'll go first. Number 10 is kind of a cheat. Legion of Superheroes. <laughs> Number 9, Stephen Lang. Number 8, Lobo. Number 7, Loki. Number 6, Lockjaw. Number 5, Leader. Number 4, Lady Deathstrike. 3, Lizard. 2, Leech. Number one, Lockheed. I figured that was your number one. <laughs> Nick, you want to go or me? I can go. Um, okay. <clears throat> good thing I still have this. It was written on a receipt. <laughs> number 10, Lashina. Number nine, or number 10, Lashina. Number nine, Lady Blackhawk. Number eight, Lilith. Um, seven, Lightning Lad. Six, Leapfrog. Five, Lady J. Four, Legion. Three, Loki. Two, Leonardo. And one, Lex Luthor. Nice. Forgot. Leonardo? Leonardo and... Uh... Sexy Lexi. Yep. No. No? Yeah. Lex Legion? Luthor. Legion. <laughs> yeah. Completely forgot Legion. Yeah. Can't believe you guys forgot the greatest L character of all time. But all right, Tim, Ling Lang Loom. <laughs> all right, ten Lady Death, nine Lucius Fox, eight Lady Bullseye, seven Loki, six Lobo the Duck, five Longshot, four Longshot, Laura Fleas, three. Little Boy Blue from Fables. Two, Low Light from G.I. Joe. And number one was Lex Luthor for me. Who's the number one, L? Huh? You said, can't believe we couldn't remember the little first, like the, bleh, I can't even think. The greatest cell character of all time, Lara Fleece? Yeah. Lara Fleece. Yes. Well, he's number three, isn't he, Flager? He's on my list as number five. Number five? So how's he the greatest L character? <laughs> he's a great L character. He's but he doesn't got to be higher than five. Well, in my opinion, he's a great L character, but he's not as well established as um, Little Boy Blue, Low Light, yeah. and Lex Luthor. Yeah, but that he's the character sense. I enjoy the read the most. But kind right. of looking at the overall establishment of things. So, when you say Lex Luthor, which Lex are you talking about? The first one that really pops into my head is more of the one from the um, the cartoon, but um, the I think the presidential run type Lex mm -hmm. Luthor is the one that really where he's just doing enough to be kind of legal, but there's that underhandedness as well. Right. It really feels like he's kind of playing both sides. 
anything but the Gene Hackman Lex Luthor is fine by me. Yeah. That is yeah. the worst. The con artist. I prefer the industrialist genius who has the hate against Superman because he believes that humans shouldn't be, you know, get this alien off our planet. Right. Right. So. No, I like the plotting, scheming, just pure evil, you know. Yeah. But if you ever read that Lex, the Luther autobiography that they had, the mm-hmm. graphic novel, that is some hard, crazy crap. That is a very dark story. I've heard that. I haven't had a chance to read it, but I have heard that it's pretty uh, dark. Yeah, because you get into it's that '80s Luthor where he's just psycho. Mm-hmm. Like, like nobody steps in his gets in his way. If you say anything to him, he gets you shot or something like that. It's just yeah, it's it's great. I would recommend yeah. finding that too. I think I we have some copies. Yeah. I'll have to dig it up. All right. Kirk, who's right. your number one? Oh, yeah. Lockheed. Lockheed. I was going to say long shot. <laughs> we all know. know that's not true. <laughs> Anybody got any news this week? I oh. A lot of creators are not making positive news. Yeah. A lot of negativity out there with uh, their behavior, which if it's true, then they deserve it. Uh, I did watch Artemis Fowl. What'd you think? I enjoyed it. My wife actually enjoyed it. My kids could care less. But um, I was talking to my wife about it, and I'm not get, I don't think I'm giving anything away. It just didn't feel like there was a ton of uh, character development. No. Which I wish we could have seen a little bit more. But otherwise, I think they did. I mean, it's Harry Potter meets James Bond. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Piper checked out about 10 minutes in. She started playing Mario Kart. <laughs> it's crazy how the kids don't like it. And we're like, yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> it's not too bad. You, just, you watched it yet, Nick? No. We watched Detective Pikachu three times. So. <laughs> could watch worse mo- you could watch worse movies. Yeah. I mean, it's good. But it's just like, that's a lot. That's a lot. uh, I think the uh, Warrior Nun Ariella show started on Netflix this week. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's just called Warrior Nun. Hmm. Is that a cartoon? No, it's live action. Serious? I'll have to look at it. Uh Um, What else did I... I mean, there there was something huge... I can't remember what it was. It's the uh, cartoon of the... Was it the cartoon of the toys they used to 
have, but you never saw the cartoon? Oh, no. But on Tubi, I found... Oh, what is that show called? Starcom. And if you remember, Starcom was this toy line in the 80s that they were astronauts and their toys had little magnets in their feet and they would stick on the their vehicles and stuff. And their vehicles would transform. They're like really smooth transformations and they're all spring-loaded. Well, I found the cartoon and Starcom. U.S. Space Force from like 86 to 87. It's got, it looks exactly like G.I. Joe. It's really good. It's really, uh, it's really kind of a dark story of um, what it would be like if we have to, you know, Earth is kind of screwed up and we had to leave and we're going through the universe and stuff like that. But it's pretty good. I mean, it's a cartoon from the 80s. I mean, how bad can it be? That's going to be the next thing I watch. I guess it could be pretty bad, but. <laughs> you ever seen On... Sky Raiders? Oh, boy. Sky Raiders. Why does that one sound familiar? It, they I were picture just like, a dinosaur or something. They were like maybe like three inches tall, maybe like two inches tall. And they would. There was that. And there was that other one where they were on strings and. They're like this. I don't know. Who knows? There were so many cartoons that were based on toys that they all get kind of like really confusing. Yeah. So, but no. Um. Yeah. I, I'd recommend going and finding Tubi. I mean, it's free. Oh yeah. And looking at all their cartoons that they have on there, it's pretty impressive. Well, I I was just kind of scrolling through and I, they had the um, what was the I can't remember what it's called. C C X something the japanese game show where they run and through is kind of like wipe out right uh dubbed most over. extreme elimination challenge yes mxc yeah that's on yeah, there mxc i saw that was on there i'm like oh i cannot wait to watch that um it's benny I, baba ganoush <laughs> <laughs> i'm almost yeah. done with season two of gi joe so i'm going to finish off gi joe and then move on to other things but i'm pretty committed to getting that done um I read oh, some reviews so of uh, that pirate, um, all, uh, yeah. A Man Among Ye. I read some reviews on it. One of the reviews that got published was, and I paraphrase, the art's amazing. That's it. That was that was the review. It sounds <laughs> like ours because we <laughs> said the art's amazing, art's amazing, but the story sucks. Yep. But, <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> um, what else? Um, Adventure Man number one sold out, and it's going to be in second printing, too. It well-deserved. It's really good. That was really good. So, yeah, like, Ghostbusters is coming back in theaters. I think it's July 5th and 6th. It's going to be playing here in one theater. The original Ghostbusters? Yes. Okay. I want to see it, because the last time I saw it in theaters, it was the 35-millimeter print. And and it was vintage. Like it had the pops and the crackles and the burn marks and everything in it. So I want to see it in theaters, but I don't want to see it in theaters. I don't want to go with people like you said that don't want to wear a mask. 
not everybody here. Like I went into a pizza place to pick up dinner wearing a mask and everybody in there was like 18 and they weren't wearing masks or gloves. And I was like, Oh, oh God. Okay. So if I get sick, I know where I'm, I'm, I'm blaming on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for him to cancel Kansas city. They're, yeah. They've got to be really considering it because their rates gone up quite a bit too. So we're in July and that's middle of August. So, um, waiting for that to happen, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have Disney tickets and they're doing that reservations right now. And they went, they opened yesterday for reservations and I totally forgot. So I'm betting that everything is booked up now until next year. So we'll, we'll even see if they'll open until next year. Yeah. So, I mean, they're supposed to open in a couple months, but who knows if they're going to. Especially with Florida being a raging pile of garbage. With, <laughs> I just want to party. It's a party. Let's party, guys. Yeah, we well, don't need a mask. Let's party. You and I have like 9,000 more cases, idiots. Yeah. So, enjoy that. While your economy goes down the drain. <sighs> All right. Anything else? No. Not that I can think of. All right. Well, if you like what you hear, go to your favorite podcast app and give us a subscribe. Um, leave us a review. So, yeah, have fun. Read more comics. It's been Kirk, Ryan, and Nick. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Who do they call when the chips are starting to fall? Just when the villains are wailing, the troubles begin to brew. The man.